this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and I tell you guys, I don't know about you, but it is hot today here in the South. It is hot. I tell you, it's like you take a shower, you go outside, and all of a sudden you get wet again. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it just, it's crazy. In the South, we have so much humidity, it's just unreal. But hey, you know what? The good thing is, I decided to keep my joy today. I decided to keep my happiness today because happiness is a choice. So I don't know where you guys are around the globe. And once again, hello to my friends in Taiwan. I tell you, you guys are just amazing in Taiwan. So many Californian friends. I love it. Love California. I'm going to have to go back and visit very soon. Maybe uh, maybe sort of hook up with all you guys in California. Let's do a big old huge dinner or lunch, right? <laughs> so anyway, but I hope everyone's doing great today. And I'm glad you decided to tune in to our podcast today. So on today, I want to take a little different approach, and that is pretty much about the memories of yesterday, Uh, how to be able to obtain the healthiness of the past and yet remain in the now moment and look forward to the future. You know, sometimes it's very hard for us to be able to say, you know, when I think of my past, I have either they're very good memories or bad memories. Maybe something traumatic happened to you. Maybe something good happened to you. Maybe it's just good, happy memories, but you tend to not know how to let go of them. Let me tell you something. There is a fear factor, unfortunately, probably within every one of us, and that is fear of the unknown, fear of not knowing what to expect, fear of how things are going to turn out. You know, and especially when you think of the world, the world system, man, it makes it so cluttered, full of fear in your life. Uh, you know, economy is going to crash. Where is I going to leave you? This party is going to take you down. This party is going to take over. You know, there's so many things in the system of this world that, you know, we're low on bread. Buy your bread now because we're about out. You know, gasoline's high and we're going to run out. You know, you get all these different fear factors of like things running out, things getting so expensive, economy's going to crash. You won't be able to sell your home in six months like you can right now. You know, there's such a fear in the world. And let's just face it, folks, you know, it's easy to say, well, it's sort of like water off a duck's back. I can just let it just flow right off of me. No big deal. But let's face it. You hear that. It gets inside of you and it's hard, right? It's hard enough. So life in general can be pretty hard at times. But I want to share with you something today to where you understand a little bit more of how to take a little bit of that fear out of our past and begin to project it where it belongs. That is far away from us. So let me explain this to you. If you've had a very traumatic background, let's go over the traumatic part for a moment. Let's say, for example, you were raised in a very traumatic background and you've got a lot of bad things that happened to you. You know, things that, let's say, once again, you didn't ask for, or maybe things just really, maybe out of ignorance, you just did and you thought, man, I can't believe I did that. Or maybe once again, things that were out of your control, things that happened to you that had that no no one even asked you for your permission for it to happen, right? But I want to share something with you on the traumatic side, and that is this: we really don't know. You know, it's easy to sit here and say, you know, it, you know, it, it's it's great when many of us as Christians we draw the line and we say, okay, God is good, the devil is bad, you know, and and God is love, the devil is hate, you know, and you compare these things as if we're in this this war zone of everything that's positive and good, it's on God's side; everything that's bad and negative is on the devil's side. And that sounds great, but the truth is, whatever all this means to you and whatever you've defined it as, well, let me be honest with you, it's 
totally erased in your life when something happens. And like the book once that was once written that says, why do good things happen? Or excuse me, why do bad things happen to good people? I mean, come on, can we get an amen here from everyone? Because we wonder, and, and yet it's easy to draw a chart to say, all this stuff is good on God's side, all this stuff is bad on the devil's side. And, you know, and we act like it's some kind of Star Wars saga, you know, where God and Satan are fighting this out. I'm going to get you, devil. No, I'm going to get you, God. You know, as if it's really that trivial. I mean, it's, it's, the truth is, it's so, that's really just not how life is, folks. It's just not. You know, we're not in a Star Wars movie, you know, um, God is, God is everything. God is just everything. God is in all things, the Bible says. God is, is everything. And so he's all in all, the Bible says. So knowing that, that when we draw the line and we, and all of a sudden something bad happens to us, what we do is we remember that chart in our mind. And this is going to help you guys out. You're going to remember that chart. You're going to say, oh my gosh, it's bad. Must be the devil. So all of a sudden you get into your charismatic spirit filled mode. And that is start binding the devil. Oh, I'm binding you, Satan. And you, you know, go this route until you're worn out completely. Then you call it spiritual warfare. But here's the case of the matter. And that is you still left with some traumatic stuff that happened to you. Whether, whether let's say, the enemy is what you think the enemy is, and you look at this and you say, well, then why did this happen? Well, the devil did it. You know, the devil made me do it, as we say before. You know, uh, we grew up and heard that phrase. But you can't really draw the line because a lot of times things happen in our lives and we turn around and we say, it doesn't fit into the chart that I once created. It doesn't fit into the chart. And that's what happened to me years ago. It happened to me years ago because I was raised in the Word of Faith movement and a lot of it I still uh, grab a hold of because it's truth and I sort of shifted it even into the vibrational law of attraction world because that's biblical. You know, it's all lining up with positivity and as a man thinketh in his heart so is he and your life becomes what you think and what you are. We get all that. However, when something goes wrong, it didn't fit into my chart anymore because I couldn't define it. I couldn't define why do bad things happen to good people because it messes up my chart. Why do um, you know good things happen to bad people? It messes up my chart. And so when you look at this, you can't really put a quote-unquote chart diagram into your everyday life's experiences because you will be messed up. And when I say this, trust me, I have a lot of people I coach on a day-to-day basis. And so many of them say, I just don't know what to do anymore. Like, I can't, it doesn't fit into the mold of my religion. It doesn't fit into the mold of my theology. What, what, what have I done? And then all of a sudden, and here's where I want you to catch this, all of a sudden, the blame game begins to be on yourself. Oh, you know what? It was my fault. Oh, it had to be my fault, Jeremy. I mean, come on. You know, what else would it be? And I understand that because I'm big on taking responsibility. A hundred percent taking up responsibility no matter what the situation is. However, when you, when you understand your chart doesn't always fit into something, here's what you need to begin to understand is if it doesn't fit, maybe the chart is not true. Many of you are like, oh my God, don't say that. No, maybe the chart is not true. I mean, we have to take, if, if you're going to be, uh, as I say, a Bible thumper, if you're going to really be like, man, I only go by the Bible and the Bible and nothing else, you know, hey, kudos to you. But let me just say this to you as well. If you do, then you can't cherry pick what you want to feel and what you want to believe. Can I get an amen? And that means when you look at Ezekiel, and this is going to mess some of you up because some of you are like, that's right, brother. But let me just say this to you. That means you have to throw out Ezekiel, you have to throw out Isaiah, you have to throw out a lot of Bible verses. Throw out, my goodness, uh, a lot of them. Jose, you have to throw out a lot of a lot of these prophet Bible books you got to throw out. Because you have to understand with that in Ezekiel, Isaiah, and, and in that type of 
Old Testament world, and the Bible says, um, you know, I created the waster to destroy. How many of you didn't know that? Look it up. Look it up. Google it. I create the waster to destroy. This is God talking. This is God talking. Now you're like, stop, you're messing up my theology. Well, if you're gonna, if you're gonna be true to what you feel the Bible's, Bible really says, and you're gonna be true to what it says. And that means that the Bible says, I create the waster to destroy. So you look at that and you think, I don't want to think God actually created something evil and bad. Well, the Bible says it just did. There it is right there. Another verse, God says, I create, and this is another verse that says this as well. Um, I create the, the good vessel, I create the bad vessel. And each one does its part. I didn't say that the Bible says. You need to Google that if you don't know where it is. You know, some, uh, this is where you have to begin to look at this and say, well, okay, now I'm really messed up. Don't worry, baby. Don't worry about being messed up. It's okay. It's okay. When you, when you feel messed up, don't look at that and say, that's confusion of the devil. No, it's not confusion. Put your, put your, come on, put your big britches on for a moment. Okay. It's not confusion. It's letting you know that it just doesn't fit into the mold of your theology. That's great. To be honest with you, I've learned in my life one thing, and that is this. I just don't put, you know, it's easy to say, we don't put God in a box, let God do whatever God wants to do. But yeah, when you hear something different, all of a sudden it's considered religion or it's considered confusion, so you throw it out the front door. So in essence, you really don't want God out of the box of what you believe because I, because I can test you on it every single time. And I can prove to you that you are, you will be wrong because at the end of the day, you'll cast out anything that you feel is confusion, which actually is doing nothing more than stretching your mindset out of your comfort zone of what you felt you believe, but yet you say you want that, but you really don't. Can I get an amen? <laughs> and so I said that to say this. When you begin to read all these scriptures and a lot more, I'm going to have to maybe take a podcast and just give you guys a lot more scriptures to where you understand. But when you read a lot of these scriptures, you have to understand that it's going to mess up your, your outline. Okay, your Star Wars outline, Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker is going to mess it up completely. Luke symbolizes God and Darth Vader symbolizes the devil if you want to go that route. It's going to mess you up. Here's the way you're going to do when deal with your past is this. You know what? I don't have to put a blame on something. I don't have to look at this and say, but God, why did you allow this to happen? Well, God, you did this. No, the devil did this. It's all the devil. Well, then why would you allow it to happen to me, God? You know, instead of all of that, that is going to lead you to confusion. If anything, folks, that's going to lead you to confusion because you're trying to figure out God. You're trying to figure out how God thinks. And yet the Bible says, my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. So in other words, stop doing that. Take on the peace that surpasses the understanding you can't wrap your brain around. That's biblical. So when you see that, you realize it doesn't matter what it is, who it is, whose fault it was, what happens. Here's something I did on a sermon I did years ago. It's called, That's Just Life. You're like, no, I gotta blame somebody. No, you don't. If you wanna blame somebody, blame the system of this world, the fallen world and nature you live in. Because once you do, you realize it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it was God. It doesn't matter if it was some devil that you believe in. It doesn't matter if it was some person you believe in. It doesn't matter if, you, if it's whatever you think. Because the truth is, None of it matters because none of it's going to help you through your trauma. I guarantee you. I dealt with a, with a client for years, literally years, when she kept on saying to me, you know, I got to understand. I got to understand. I said, you're not going to understand. You will never understand 
this reality. You will never understand on, on, on certain things why certain happens because someone in her family committed suicide and she could not wrap her brain around it. And I said, stop trying to figure it out. It took her a full year of paying me thousands of dollars for me to tell her from day one the same exact thing. You can't figure it out. It does not help you. And once she felt like she figured it out, it left her literally questioning more. Because the truth is, when something traumatic happens to you in your life, it doesn't matter if you say, okay, it was God. Does that still take, does that take away your pain? Does it take away what happened to you? Not one bit. Does it take away your pain to say it was the devil, it was some demon, or some demon you want to make up, like demon of uh, blah, 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 blah. You know, I, I see in the charismatic mood, there's so many people who create and craft demons up that are not even biblical, and you're like, would you stop creating something that doesn't exist? If it doesn't say it in the Word, then don't go that route. You know, you're creating something. You know, uh, and you're going to be wrestling like Paul did against the very flesh you're creating and you're giving into. Hello. And so that's where you have to begin to look and say, it doesn't really matter. The truth is, it's life. It happened to me. Now, what can I do of where I am right now in my life? I can stop the blame game, put that aside, give it a rest. It's not going to change my trauma, my trauma, my trauma. It's not going to make me feel better because it still happened to me. I mean, how many of you have ever said to yourself, if someone blindfolded you, and let's say, for example, this is a bad example, but hey, we're going to go this route. Somebody blindfolded you and you had a stranger in front of you and you had your husband in front of you if you're, you know, if you're married and, or you, and then you had, let's say, your, your pastor in front of you. You're blindfolded and somebody hits you as hard as they can, punches you as hard as they can in the stomach, and you have no clue which three that is. So let's say this. Let's say you're sitting here with a blindfold on. You're going to be like, who was that? Oh my God, who was it? Who did that to me? Who did that to me? Let me ask you a question. Would it really change anything? Would it take away the hurt, the fact that it hurt when someone punched you in the stomach? Are you going to say, oh, it's my husband. Whew. Makes me feel a little better. A little bit better. I don't, I don't feel so much pain now in my stomach. <laughs> no, you're going to still feel the pain, right? And then if you find out it is your husband, then you're going to have a lot more questions. Why would you do that to me? I thought we were in covenant. I thought you loved me, right? And then all the drama out of you is going to come right to the surface. And if it was a stranger, what would you say? Why would you do this to me? You don't even know me. Are you got problems? You got issues? What's wrong? Are you, you know, why would you do that to a total stranger? And if it's your pastor, what would you do? Pastor, I trusted you. I thought you're like a father to me. You're the one that leads the sheep. And, and you're going to go on and on and on. I thought you're just a godly man, right? So does it really make a difference if, if someone hurts you in your past to find out exactly who it was? Oh, who is it Satan? Hey, it was God. Nope, doesn't take away the pain, my friend. Doesn't take away the pain one bit. That's why God says it doesn't matter. Give yourself peace. Keep yourself whole. Because when you've gone through a traumatic experience like that, here's what you do. If you can erase everything I just shared with you as far as the blame game, erase all of that in your mind and say, you know what, I'm putting this to rest today. Doesn't matter why it happened to me. Doesn't matter who it's from. Because I trust God. That's all that matters to me. Because everything else, and you got to tell yourself this, because everything else will not make a difference. It will not make me feel good, and it does not smooth my past over. It just, it's still going to be present in me. So how can I truly dismantle the things, Jeremy, that I've been through? Here's what you do. And you've heard me say this before. Take from it what you can. Take what you can from the good, the bad, and the ugly. See maybe where you developed something that triggered something in you that, that sort of jettisoned you into a new avenue. Give you a great example. If someone was, let's say, severely raped, 
What would that woman usually do if someone was raped? Let's go with that, that route with a woman just for a moment. If a woman was severely raped, once she sort of, you know, is able to bring a little bit of healing from the traumatic experience that she just that she went through, you know, and through all that, then what's going to happen? All of a sudden, something in her mind is going to say, "You know what I should do?" And here's here's what I hear people tell tell me all the time. So what did I do? I started a non fun nonprofit uh, organization, Jeremy, for women who've been abused and raped and beaten. I started, you know, I went to to a counseling. When I went to counseling, I happened to meet my my future husband there. Hey, when I went to the doctor after this traumatic experience, you know what? I found out at the time that I had a weak heart as well. He discovered something else on top of that. Oh, or maybe this one. I when that happened to me, Jeremy. You know, uh, I ran out of the house when you know when however it happened. I ran out of the house. I ran to my neighbor's house, and when I did, she comforted me. She prayed over me, and it led me to the Lord. Let me say something to each one of you. All those are only testimonies from people I've, I've, I've experienced in my past through sessions who literally said those things to me. And I said, so let me get this right. With you, you discovered your husband, found the love of your life. With you, thank God you went to the doctor because you discovered you had a weak heart and they were able to help get that better. And with you, you found Christ through your neighbor after running to your neighbor out of terror from the traumatic experience you experienced. So can we truly take something good from everything? Absolutely we can. What you need to do, how to, how to put the past to rest, is you begin to realize, look back and see what road it took you down. And if that road took you to where it is right now in your life, and you look at this and you say, you know what, I'm actually at a great place in my life, then you know what, you don't have to thank God for the, for the rape. Please don't do that. Amen? But here's what you've got to do. You have to say, you know, God, it happened to me. That just was life. It was life. I don't like it. It happened to me. It might have come from a deranged, broken person because I can promise you broken people make broken people. They hurt other people. That's just that's how the world works. Brokenness attracts brokenness. Brokenness hurts other broken, makes other people broken as well, right? Love gives it love away. So it is an attraction, love attraction. But when you see the power and you understand where you are today, then you don't thank God for the problem. You don't thank God for the trauma. What you do is you thank God to say, you know what, I put it to rest because I don't know who did it, how it happened, or who it's from, or whatever. I'm just going to say, you know what, God, That's, that was just that was life. It was a traumatic thing that happened to me. It's life, and it's horrible. But you know what, God? That opened my eyes and got me where I am today to make me have a nonprofit organization, to finally meet the man or the woman of my dreams, to finally, you know, work in ministry, to finally know I found Christ after the fact. Somehow you were led in a better place, folks. That nonprofit organization would have never been started if it hadn't been for your traumatic experience. Do we thank God for the trauma? No, we thank God for the outcome. We thank God to say it doesn't matter. Who, when, why, why, and where, and how, and whatever you want to say, okay? What matters is where I ended up today. Look how far I've come. Look how many lives I've touched. Look at my life that was shifted, do or die, and ran as fast as I could into the opposite direction. Or put another way, I ran into the direction in which God wanted me to run into. That's how you begin to put a, 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 your past to rest. That one lady I've been dealing with for one year, one year, it took her literally one year to say, wow, you know, Jeremy, you're right. 
I spent all this money when I should have just listened to you the whole time. Because if is Jeremy right all the time? No, unfortunately, Jeremy is not right all the time. But Jeremy knows a little bit what he's talking about when it deals with being licensed and certified and degrees within this arena to know this is how you deal with bad things in your life. This is how you overcome. You overcome. The Bible says that he who overcomes, I'll give him this. You know, an overcomer. What does it mean? It means you got to come over something. You got to come, you don't stay in it, you come over it. And how you come over it is by going the direction God is wanting you to go that somehow, somehow, through the bad or the good, it awakened you to something that you didn't realize the path you were on. So it pushed you further into that area. And when it did, you know what? You ran into it. And God's like, and look where you are today. And that's how you overcome your past, folks. Okay? This is how you overcome your past. So let me just say this to each one of you. Take this advice. Make your past good. Have I done some really bad, horrible things in my past? Absolutely, I have. And I don't know how religious you are, okay? So hopefully you're not too religious because you understand when I say this, not being ugly, but let me just put it, let me put it to you bluntly. I had a crappy past. Has that. I had a crappy past as well. All right? If you're too religious for me, you know, oh, he said the word crappy, then you can tune me out. No problem at all. But if you can handle that, run with me, laugh about it, and say, I've said worse, Jeremy. Because the truth is, I've had a crappy past too. But you know what? My past is honored by me because it all led me to where I am right now in my life, to be the person I am right now. So I do thank God for all my rejections and my abandonments and, and the haters and the lovers and the, and the this and the that because every bit of it made me because God turned all things around for my good. And he will wants to do that with you as well. So let go of your how, when, where, and why. Let go of it. Who did it, God? Was it you or the devil? Who? Why, 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 why? Let go of all that. It happened. So in this area, let me say this. It happened. It's time to move on. And you move on by going this direction. In the direction of where you are right now. And you keep on fighting on that beautiful path you're on right now. Because the path of the righteous gets brighter and brighter. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in today to our podcast. You guys are awesome. We really are. I just so amaze and love each one of you. And I'm so glad you can tune in with me in this podcast. And sometimes I might step on my toes and your toes. And sometimes we might cry. And sometimes we might laugh and say, Jeremy, I've said worse. I've done worse. And that's what's beautiful about the kingdom of God is that we can just laugh together, cry together, and have aha moments together as well. That's what life is all about. God has created this entire universe for everything to work with us and for us for our good. So everything is working for you. Everything in this universe is working for your good. Because God created everything to work for your good. If you choose and allow it to work and be turned over into the goodness of God. I'll close with this. As I always say at the very end, if you don't like your day, here's what you do. Change your thoughts to something better. Change your thoughts to something happier. Change your thoughts to something great that's going on with you today. And your whole day will change. God bless. This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.